Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb. This one's about free time, okay? And believe it or not, you might actually have some more free time than you thought you did, and there's a good way to make that very, very productive. Enjoy. Let me break this down for you. How much free time do we really have? I've heard this before, but was reminded of it relatively recently on a TikTok. And when it's broken down in a day-to-day type scenario, it can certainly seem like we have the opportunity for a lot of quote-unquote free time. But before I break it down numerically, I wanted to bring on a guest to the podcast who has minimal expertise, if any, in this area. Please help me welcome Michael to the Book of Caleb podcast. I have just enough free time to bang out quick fire episode once a week of a podcast. That's the only free time I'm allotted. Thank you. Right? Free time. Okay, so 24 hours in a day. Listen to this, Mike. You got 24 hours. Do you agree? Well, no, what, what about, uh, on like the last, uh, I think it's the first Sunday now in November of every year. That's when you fall back. You technically have 25 hours. You gain an hour. Sure. Okay. okay. So with that one exception, but then there's another day where you lose it. So True. it all averages out. Yeah. Averages out. And this is episode 67. Before I get into deep, deep into it, Michaels, do we have anybody? We're getting close to 69. I say that a lot. Yeah, I got one for that one. 67. No, there isn't anyone. There is some kind of Jersey situation stuff going on, but um, maybe I'll touch on that in a little bit. No 67. No. Okay. Got it. Well, good. Well, I really like that athlete. Okay. So 24 hours in a day. Let's give eight to spend on sleeping, eight Uh to spend on work if you have a full-time job. Then you give yourself an hour for meals slash cooking, Uh um, an hour to commute to and from work, and then an hour for keeping the house clean, and then give yourself another hour. Excuse me, sir. I was chesting out my knee that... It's just just the thigh that actually there's a little bit of a nerve. I had to stretch it out. I'm good now, but I did kick the table. Sorry. I was so deep into giving this breakdown and then you kick the table at the moment. So anyway, um, give yourself one hour to work out as well. You're left with how many days or how many hours in a day of quote unquote free time? I wasn't really listening to all the different stuff. That doesn't Uh, surprise me. 2.75. Four. Is what oh, I came up with. Okay. And I didn't even have to use a calculator for that. So, uh, but four hours of alleged free time to then spend doing other things, right? Mm. You know, you, and obviously, obviously there mm. are other things that factor into this that we wouldn't necessarily consider free time. But for reasonable sake, let's do four, which you don't have four total of free time, but like, that's what you have to starting balance to work with. And then you can cut back from that okay. to really gauge, hey, how much like free time do I have in a day to I'll get to this point. Um, but anyways, in a month, though, if you have these like four hours every day of free time, you have 120 total for that entire month, assuming you literally have nothing else to do, no prior engagements, responsibilities, etc. And that averages to the 30 hours a week. Insert your side hustle slug, aka, or just working one um, or just working more hours in your current job if it's lucrative to like 
you know, there's there's opportunity here is what I'm saying of like this free time of like, how could you be spending those hours to be more productive in some sense than you are currently? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, presenting quote unquote free time in this way is a great to counter a mindset that says, I don't have any time. Sure. That is. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like how much do you have? Well, oh, I wanted to consider this too. How much free time do you have when you don't have a job? I just broke that down for you, Michael. If you have 120 hours of free time, if you do have a job, seven days a week have a job. So we've done 56 more hours on top of that. Nope. Actually, an eight-hour-a-day job, (laughs) you have um, 360 hours of free time if you do not have a job. Because that's two times as much as someone who doesn't have a full-time job. Wow. Okay. Versus 120 in a month. In a month. Okay. Guys, going by week. Yeah. Um, And so, but by week, what's four times? It's thirty hours. So you'd have ninety. You'd have ninety hours of free time if you don't have a job. Okay. Right, because that's twelve times seven. Thank you. Not even using a calculator, guys. Wow, what a whiz! If it's under a hundred, I got it. Um, so now I'm not here also like, I'm not here to like bash adults or like something about like those who don't have a full-time eight hour work traditional job. But I will say that there's no denying that when I do, you know, this thought does cross my head when someone says that they're, you know, um, pressed for time or running behind and really busy. And like, I know that they don't have like a full-time traditional job and I'm like, Hmm. It's all in perspective, okay, to be fair. So, um, I guess. Are you talking about your dad? (laughs) Hey, Ace always has... Something. Dry cleaning, mowing the lawn. Grandparent duty. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. he's always like, he manages his time well. He's never like running behind or anything. Always on time. Oh, even a little early. I'm that kind of guy. Efficient. Yes. And... You know, believe me, if I could set myself up to truly not have any job of some, you know, but and still be happy, I would. Um, But I don't I honestly don't think at this stage in my life that could even happen. Like, even if I won the lottery, I wouldn't like be just retired and just literally like coasting on free time. I would still try and like make money or like do something productive. Sure. Absolutely. I don't know why you wouldn't. That's kind of, yeah. Who wants to live a non-productive, meaningful, lazy life like that? There are people like that out there. Not a lot of people are afforded that sort of situation, but come on. Yeah. If you're in that situation, do something with it. Do something positive to give back. You should be giving back to the less fortunate at that point. Sure. And they probably do like convince themselves that they are and maybe they, and they, I'm sure they are like, I don't know. You know what animal in the animal kingdom is like very, uh, lazy just well they do it they have a purpose behind it though i'm talking about a sloth oh they exert like they don't move like 20 to 21 hours a day they're like staying still in a tree they're but they're conserving energy for those two three hours where they are active so then they don't have to eat as much or worry about getting food you just don't move and waste energy but the term sloth is also in the human world a bad term if you call someone a sloth or sloth like um it's lazy. The same thing as being lazy. So we shouldn't really look towards the sloth. But I'm just saying in the animal kingdom, the sloth, I think, is looked upon in high regards. 
What did you just even say? And I thought you were going to say like male lion. I actually think no. that they're very lazy. Like the um, female lions do all the hunting. <sighs> the most stressful aspects of a pride and the pride survival ultimately comes down to the male lion fending off other males. Younger, usually a couple of males at a time are coming for their pride. And if they can't fend them off, guess what? They're kicked out and these new male or males kill all of the uh, cubs to put the female lions back into heat. Okay? So you got these kids here and you got your pride. You got all this stress knowing there's these younger damn rogue lions out there looking to take over your pride and kill your young. That's what's on the plate of a male lion before you go telling me that they don't do anything. <gasps> Beautiful. I actually really, I appreciate that, Michael. I had not thought that. I just thought they were lazy. They drank a lot and smoked and didn't do it. You're thinking of the male human. Okay. That's what you're thinking of. Like an Al Bundy stereotype or something. Sure. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, yeah, and look, the female does all the work, takes care of the kids, cooks and cleans the everything. And then she's relying on him just to make sure the other guys don't come after her. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still some of that going on today, but no, roles have, uh, uh, you know, what's the term, evolved over the years. So now more men do some of these, you know, traditionally women roles and vice versa, which is nice. And that's the way society shall be moving forward. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just exhausting is what it is. And like, that's why you get into this like burnt out mentality of like, I really don't have any more time to like take anything else on my plate. Um, Put less on your plate, eat less, save more time for other things. Will I say am I? So I have to cut out an hour in this breakdown of eating. Eat okay, less. so I just won't eat. And then I'll have an hour an extra day to do what? Well, to not worry about uh what, how you're going to eat and then digesting, which is slows you down and makes you tired in the afternoon. So <laughs> I'm just saying I haven't eaten one bite today. It is 4.15 p.m. I've salted and I've had water here. I'm doing my podcast. I got 50 pull-ups in in five minutes. That was my workout today, but that's all I had time for right before the podcast. Michael. And I'm feeling good and alive. And you haven't had element salt or whatever? L-M-N-T. Electrolyte. It's an electrolyte drink mix. I don't put it in my drink. I just throw it right in my mouth a couple times throughout, throughout the day. Really? Potassium, magnesium, sodium is the perfect blend. Why don't you snort it? No, absolutely not. Now, if you want to be more productive, Adderall, cocaine, these things will do it. But. Michael, that I'm is not. That... No, that is. I'm joking with that. But I'm just saying. You know, don't do that. Just don't eat instead. Yeah, thank you you're, for saying that as well. I mean, but it's like if you want to be more productive, there's these um, prescription drugs. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Come on. That's what a lot of people run around on. All right. So anyway, so it's June 1st. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to take into consideration that you do actually technically have some yield of free time that you could productively dedicate to a goal in the next 30 days. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, or to make it easy, the next four weeks, like mm -hmm. 28 days. Mm -hmm. What if you spent one hour a day on something in your free time that you haven't in the past and that you were interested in improving on. Or maybe you have in the past, but you want to improve it more. Okay. But just pick setting aside on average one hour a day. That's easy. Okay. Well, hold on. Okay. Uh, I know. Well, good. I'm glad you're already thinking about them. Yep. So like examples could be working out, reading or researching about crypto, writing podcast episodes, planning a wedding, making TikTok content, spending quality time with your children, meal prepping, 
meditating, doing an infrared sauna session. Yes. Ding, oh, ding, ding. I've been organizing your house, et cetera, et cetera. Like you could come up with like a list of like things I'd like to get done and then be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to pick this one and like give it an hour each day for the next month. Like you would be, the point is if you gave that one hour a day to things you've listed, you'd likely almost have that project done or you'd be 30 hours ahead of where you were when you started of like that dedication. And that's almost a full time work week and a good gauge of a feasible side hustle too. Mm -hmm. And what if that was just half an hour a day? You'd be 15 hours ahead at the end of the month, but that's still a long time of like, you don't, you can't give 15 hours a day to one thing normally. No, you can't. Well, again, if you're on Adderall. <laughs> sure. And like, nor would you want to, because it probably wouldn't be as like composed and dedicated as you could if you like gave it half an hour a day for 30 days. Just depending yeah, on okay. the, the thing or pro like some mm -hmm. things require that. Yeah, you have to like give it more time in one day. But that could be like. I think of like a house project or something like, yeah, we had to spend 10 hours that day restraining the deck, but I was done in my free time and now I'm 10 hours ahead and the deck looks great. I don't know why you would spend 10 hours staining the deck, but maybe you have a huge deck. I'm glad you said it. All right. So yeah, I mean, what I was thinking infrared sauna for sure, because yeah, that's literally an hour. In our studios, you get the room for 55 minutes. The actual sauna is running for 40 minutes. The other 15 can be used however you want to use it, but dressing, undressing, drying yourself off, you know, a little bit of relaxing time. Okay, great. So that's what I would recommend, number one. Since you said that, after that, some sort of cool crafting thing, I'm thinking of the term calligraphy. You heard about this term? I have. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like a painting, but it's like... Um, some sort of like next level hand art, you know, hand art handwriting art basically okay. is what calligraphy, calligraphy is. There's a design element to it. What's a hobby of yours? What do you like to do in spare time? I say, well, I like to, I like to fancy myself as a novice, a beginner calligrapher. That'd be something I'd like to be able to tell people. So that might be a second option. If we've, if I'm already getting the inference on it and after that might be calligraphy. Okay. And yeah. so you you give yourself 30 days and approximately either 30, 15 to 30 hours of additional practice, mm -hmm. um, research, development. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in July, you start telling people, mm -hmm. they ask you, what do you like to do in your free time? So I'm like, oh, well, like I'm a mediocre calligrapher. How do you credentialize yourself? Well, I appreciate you asking that. Um, I've actually been dabbling in the world of uh, calligraphy. Oh, really? Yes. And then you have a couple of pictures on your phone. This is just a couple rough things I've been doing the past month. How do you like that? And, then, and the, whether it's good or bad, the person's going to say, oh, that's pretty good, Mike. It's just a, it's a very nice thing. Now, if it's someone that you have a good relationship with, one of your real buddies are close to you, are like, Mike, I mean, what is this? That's offensive to me. Looks like a bunch of, you know, sloppy drawings by my four-year-old. Uh, you're freaking me out. You're not a calligrapher your head out and let's not let's not go down this road anymore your calligraphy days are done okay that that's probably what would happen i'm not artistic at all never have been the very basic artistic that was a lot of people love art you know elementary school middle school i hated art hated it. it i couldn't do any of it there was these termites we used to make couldn't do that you're trying to make the lights down the road or like a rail i couldn't do any of it i don't have an artistic bone in my body could not do any of it knitting knitting i couldn't paint i can't do any of it i hope I think my boys, from the work I've seen them do, 
Um, so there's some artwork out there. Cortland's done at his daycare. He's two years old. Much better than what I could do. In high school? Than I could do right now. Yeah, um, so I believe that. I don't think I did any art in high school. I avoided it at all costs. So I did the, uh, did you do like uh, food and beverage? What was it called? Food nutrition. I did one and two. Those are some of my favorite classes in high school. Okay. Yeah. And here you are today telling everyone that you haven't even eaten. Don't but eat your it. favorite classes in high school were food and nutrition? Yeah. I mean, they're just off the top of my head. They were fun. Yeah. I mean, I also like cell biology and dissecting things. So. Um, <laughs> did you eat anything in that? I didn't. See, nowadays I would like to, you know, dissect get those organs out. These are the or- nice, fresh organs. I mean, I love organ meat. You know that. Yeah. Like, I don't care what organ. Just give it to me and I'll t- probably take it down. So. <laughs> really? It, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> Okay. All right. There's a lot there, folks, that I Ooh. didn't didn't dabble into. But if you're thinking it, then we are friends. If you're thinking, but anyway. Okay. Um. Well, that's good, Michael. So I, I like, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. I won't do want to pick something, not necessarily from my list example directly. Like, I, I don't think I will be reading and researching about crypto. But like I have said out loud before, I don't have the time to like learn and understand it. And that's like not technically true. Like I could honestly set a stopwatch for 30 minutes a day and be like, OK, let's see what I can find in 30 minutes on the Internet and just kind of go from there and like maybe I will just hate it after 30 minutes and whatever, but maybe I'd be like, oh, okay, now I kind of like watch this video and like, it makes a little bit more sense to me. And then the next day I'm like doing more research and like, just to understand it, mm-hmm. I don't have like an interest, like I, of like trading crypto, but that's because I like, don't understand it. I'm like making this up in my head of like, no, I don't want to, because it's like the unknown and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's why I don't want to like go there you know what i'm saying i you're saying man okay woman are you listening though i am listening yeah mm-hmm. absolutely well good um michael that's what i would encourage you to do i'm actually going to upload this episode today so that people can get started well it's just first of the month let's go first of the month um so but yeah like jersey numbers and stuff like that so there's a new rule in the nfl okay came out um and i i don't know if i agree with it with it or not i actually do like it actually so there's been a lot of jersey changing numbers these high profile athletes will change their jersey numbers uh and then so then all these people are upset because hey they got the wrong number jersey number now all of a sudden for their favorite player Uh well now the nfl is making a rule um that if you want to change your jersey number you have to buy up all the inventory um that's oh. out there before you can do that so the more popular players and the example that they pull up is vikings uh, running back dalvin cook very popular player um he was wanting to change his jersey number he was told he would have to pay around one and a half million dollars that's the inventory that's out there uh if he wanted to change his jersey number so it just depends on how badly you want to change your jersey number now let's say you're a backup linebacker or something there's not as many jerseys out in the inventory so it costs you less um and of course you make less money too so it's kind of proportionate as well because dalvin cook i mean he makes a lot of money and he just signed a long-term deal he if he really wanted to he could pony about a million and a half dollars i don't think that's a good use of your money but this is a this is a new rule so time out okay so what i think about though doesn't that make like the former jersey number like they're no longer i would only be agreeable to that if then dalvin cook was like okay but like no one can ever make this jersey number again so like it makes like an exclusivity on those jerseys and then he sells those as well like he literally has to like buy an ownership 
of those jerseys, Michael, or he has to pay like a hundred or a million and a half dollars as like a fine. Basically, yeah. You weren't listening to well, my question. I, I don't, okay, what's what number? What jersey number is Tom Brady? Sixty-nine. Twelve. Okay. What jersey number is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, twelve. Very good. See, we're on the same wavelength. That's why I did that there. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> now, my my boy, my number one number, eighty-four. Okay, Randy Moss, eighty-four is a Viking. Did you know he went to the Oakland Raiders for two years and just wasted away in oblivion? He was number 18 on the Oakland Raiders. Then Patriots did some things in New England, set some records as well, added to his legacy, 81. Um, but that's different. That's not changing your number on the team. He went to a different team, and the, you know it, it's different then. It's like yeah. if you're on the t- same team and you're wanting to change your jersey number. Um, so that's that's the caveat there. So. Okay, so the question was, Michael, you, he has to pay a million and a half dollar fine to change it or he has to pay the amount due in invent like issued inventory correct yeah who's he paying yeah he's paying the nfl yeah but like does he get that inventory i think he does yeah that's the part yeah See, so he's buying his jerseys yeah. okay yeah. and so then he can sell it like as exclusivity okay interesting that's interesting okay i see what you're saying that's what i would do yeah like, here's your last chance to get the jersey I no longer wear. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. But if you're, like, smart about it, you'd be like, well, well, or you, yeah, he has to buy it. But then the NFL and no one else, you know, by copyright law, Niner, can make that old jersey number. Which they wouldn't. Like, NFL wouldn't be able to do that anyway. But so, like, these NFL, they're NFL branded jerseys, correct? I'm assuming. Yeah. The shield. That are his number, which is... 33. 33. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I already want one. Yeah, true. And so then he could say, like, hey, this is the final inventory. I've bought it, and you're going to buy it directly from me. It's the only way it's, like, authentic. And it's basically an NFT, but not still a physical one. NFT. I, I get out of here. Well, that's the another thing. It's, like, you don't understand it, and so you're just, like, annoyed by it. But if, like, maybe you researched it for 30... Minutes a day for the next 30 days. You'd be like, oh, okay, now I get it. I got to make an NFT. What's NSFT? Not suitable for work. Oh, NSFW. Okay. I'm going to make one of those videos. <laughs> Please send it my way. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Michael, I hope you pick something too besides your uh, zits. And uh, with that, that's what I got. Well, Stay- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Excuse me. Stay safe, stay healthy. And wash your hands. Wash your hands.